Welcome to Reclaiming Confidence. Join me as I talk about all things relationships, feminine energy and leadership, confidence, and everything that will make your life more fun, abundant, and connected. I'm your coach, Nicole Lillian. Welcome back to another episode on the Reclaiming Confidence podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you a personal experience in my journey coming back to confidence with my natural hair. If you've always been someone who has really battled with loving her hair for what it is, for accepting its bad days and celebrating your hair and seeing it as this incredible, unique crown that you get to wear every single day, then this podcast episode is really going to hit for you. I'm going to take you through the whole story and why I decided to decide what I decide with going like fully natural with my hair. And this isn't to say that going natural is the only way to your confidence. But what I do believe now is that if you cannot go a period of time and give up dyeing your hair, straightening your hair, changing your hair away from its natural state, if you cannot give up any of those behaviors, patterns and bookings, then you are ruled by your hair. And for as long as you are ruled by your hair, you will forever be disempowered by it. So in order to claim back your power with your hair, it's a process of unraveling yourself from any need, any should, any have to about what you have to do with your hair in order for you to like feel confident or feel happy or feel like you can show up as a normal person that day. So in my in my journey to reclaiming back confidence with my natural hair, it started when I was 20 years old. I'm now 25 years old. And when I was 20, I really noticed that I did a lot of damage to my hair. <laughs> when I was young, I remember in kindergarten, my hair drama, you could call it, really started when I walked into this class out into the playground and a girl made fun of me for having ringlets. I've got really curly hair and it's still there. It's not as curly as it was when I was a kid, but I will never forget that day because it really made me feel insecure about my hair. And from that day, I really noticed how I stopped loving it. I didn't want to embrace it. I would tell my mum to stop doing my hair and making it curlier because she loved it. And I just really wanted to hide my hair and change it as much as I could and get as far away as I could from my natural hair since that day. And growing up, when you finally get some permission as a teenager to do whatever you want with your hair, I really took advantage of that. And I started straightening my hair the moment my mum allowed me to get my hands on a hair straightener. And that was the first thing that became habit for me. And it became so habitual that when I grew older, mid-teens, I no longer left the house unless I had my hair straightened. I wouldn't let anyone see me with a curl on my head. (laughs) So I would even carry around a hair straightener to 
other locations, if I knew I was going to be out for the whole day, I would bring a hair straightener because I knew that especially in summer and winter, like springs are right, but the extreme weathers of both ends of the spectrum would cause my hair to go curly and have like all my little baby hairs curled up. So I would bring a hair straightener to straighten them out if they ever happened throughout the day. Those are the extents that I went to to hide my curly hair from the world. I then started to get involved in the beauty industry as a teenager. It's very exciting when you can start to wear makeup and do things to your hair. And there was so much innocence in this. But looking back, I was so insecure about myself that I just, I had to keep changing myself. I had to keep changing my natural beauty. So I dyed my hair black and then I dyed my hair bleach blonde and then I dyed it brown again and then I dyed it bleach blonde again. And to my detriment, it really damaged my hair. But the damage I did to my hair was not as painful as the hate and rejection I thought I would get if my hair was natural. When I was 16 years old, I got into the habit of wearing hair extensions because I damaged my hair so much that it broke off and I had this beautiful long mane. And because of all the dyeing and hiding my natural hair, it snapped off. So I went into extensions, hair extensions, spending thousands and thousands of dollars a year and not just of my own money, but also my mum's money to make sure I could leave the house with long hair and act like nothing ever changed with the length of my hair because a lot of people identified me with having this beautiful long hair and I didn't want that to change and I also genuinely loved having long hair. And it wasn't until I was 20 years old where I finally drew the line. There's so many other things that I did to feel beautiful and so many other things I wouldn't leave the house in case I had done or for instance like fake hands and nails and all this stuff but I'm not going to get into that today I specifically want to talk about my hair so when I was 20 I just decided okay something needs to change so I started to embrace my natural hair a little bit more but I was still bleaching it and it was the bleach that was killing my hair And it wasn't until I turned 24 and I met my beautiful partner, Douglas, that I really started to consider even deeper going full natural and finally starting my self-love journey with my hair. A couple of months before I met him, I only just really started to wear my hair more natural on the day-to-day outside of the home, but even then I felt very insecure about it. I wasn't walking around confidently with it. I just did it because I didn't want to damage my hair anymore. And I wanted to, yeah, start to embrace my natural hair, but it wasn't just an overnight thing where I just instantly started loving it. I was going out in public with my natural hair, absolutely hating it for months, feeling insecure about it, feeling disgusting, feeling dirty. And since I had bleached my hair blonde, 
what happens is you get this regrowth and the regrowth was the bit that killed me. So it took me a lot of perseverance and struggle to keep saying no to damaging my natural hair, to hiding my natural hair and keeping focused on the long-term goal, which was having healthy natural hair that I could love and celebrate and know that it is mine. Saying no to bleaching my hair and getting my roots touched up was a massive identity shift for me. And I built my identity around having blonde hair. I had a strong identity around being blonde. I'm not kidding. Like I could see myself as a blonde person. I knew myself as a blonde person for years. I couldn't not see myself as a blonde person. My whole identity was I am a blonde woman and I have blonde hair and that was it. So to no longer follow out the habits that would keep my hair like bleach blonde was a huge identity and like ego poke for me. Using my relationship as a timeline is going to be a really great way to explain the rest of this story because the biggest shifts happened in the last year. So after a couple of months that I had been with Douglas, he kept saying how much he loved my natural hair. My roots were like growing out and he would always comment about how healthy it is, how beautiful it is. And he really gave me the self-talk that I had missed for years of my life. He reminded me of the way that I really should be talking to myself about my hair, how I really should be celebrating my hair and how I shouldn't feel the need to hide my natural hair or to feel disgusted about it. And in fact, to do anything that was to harm my natural hair was me hating my body, was me hating my hair that was given to me by God. So his comments and his love and support really made me notice the love that I have been missing giving to myself. And I paid strong attention to that and made so much effort to start speaking to myself differently about my hair. Other than changing my self-talk and stories that I had around my hair, I made a couple of other big decisions. One of the decisions was that I was no longer going to dye my hair. The other decision was that I was no longer going to style or use heat on my hair unless I had an event or something like massive on. But I was committed to even during the times of events to be as natural as possible. And later on in finding confidence with my hair, I did make the full decision to no longer use heat on my hair, even for these events. So I started to go out to events and finding ways to embrace and love and style my natural curly hair. And I really did fall in love with that exploration. It really did help me learn about myself and how to work with the hair that I have been given because I was never educated on how to take care of Kelly hair. And especially when you have drained the hydration out of it from bleaching, it is really hard to avoid the frizzy, the awkward, uneven curls If you're a Kelly gal, you know what I mean. If you're a straight head gal, maybe you get what I mean with the dryness and with the unevenness. But to have uneven curls is a whole other thing of annoying and was a massive challenge to me, especially after you would sleep, you wake up the next morning and you're like, God damn it, I just had 
washed my hair the day before. Now I've got to wash it again because it's so uneven and no hair product could bring you back from this. So I really had to start to learn how to have a relationship with my Kells. And there were so many moments throughout the year where I wanted to give in and go get my hair done. I wanted to do something different to it. I wanted to bleach it and damage it and go back to where I was before. And when I reflect on the moments when I felt that way, it was because I still felt insecure. It's because I had felt disgusting and I felt unattractive. And I was like, where are these thoughts coming from? Who says that? this hair is disgusting. Who says that people are going to judge my regrowth? Who who says that this is dirty? I was the one telling myself this because I constructed a story that blonde, tidy hair that is done, is clean, is attractive, is sexy. And anything else other than that isn't acceptable or isn't worthy to be seen in the spotlight or to be Um, taken out in public, right? So because of all these stories that I built, I, as a result, was feeling extremely disgusting, dirty and insecure about my hair and felt unworthy for my hair to be seen in public. And once I noticed that these were the stories I was telling myself, I was like, okay, I've got to change these stories too. So it was a constant month to month push and battle of changing the stories from the past that would reveal themselves every single month. Every time I'd get to that point where I'm like, "Mm, maybe I'll dye my hair this time. Mm, Maybe I'll dye my hair this time and just give up on my goal. But with perseverance and with my partner's love and reminders that he gave me that my hair is getting healthier and my hair is getting so good. And he gave me the loving reminders I needed in the hard times, which made a huge difference. I was really able to get to this place where I no longer identified as the blonde girl. So I want to take you to the point where I really did let go of being the blonde girl, which was huge for me. Just a couple months ago, it had been just over one year since I had been to the hairdressers in the desire to learn to fully love my natural hair. All the curls and all, all its color, all its glory for where it's currently at. Owning my full color was the next step for me. I had all this regrowth that grew out to my chin, but I had the ends that were still blonde. And I just got to this point a year in where I thought, what am I holding on to? I'm still holding on to having blonde hair. And this is sticking around and it's getting, it's getting like annoying. I got to the point where I was considering again, dyeing it all blonde or even going full redhead. But because of my commitment to loving my natural hair, I decided not to dye it fully red and to do all these other crazy things. And instead I made the decision that it was time to let go of the blonde girl. I wanted to get rid of anything on my hair that was no longer natural. So I went to the hairdressers and I got them to cut off the last of any unnatural blonde and I got them to lift any bleach to match the rest of my roots, so my natural hair. My value isn't determined by the color of my hair, but the quality of my heart. 
Making this decision for myself helped me see this, helped me learn that it was time to finally let my hair no longer rule my emotions. And it was finally time to stop attaching my sense of value and worth to my hair. Because my value and what I learned is that it's not determined by the color of my hair, but my value is determined by the quality of my heart. It took everything in me, everything to not go back to the hairdressers for the whole year to bleach back my regrowth. I told myself that it had nothing to do with what others were thinking of me, but the deeper truth was that I thought it did look disgusting. And my truth was that my hair color did rule over me and my attitude in life. And that is a huge realization for anyone is noticing that a part of your appearance is fucking with you so much that it changes your attitude that means that you are so easily moved by any bad day that you might have with your hair any bad day that you might have with your body any bad day that you might have with your eyebrows or your eyelashes right if you let that impact your attitude in the day you are ruled by it you are not in ruling of it After one very long year of perseverance, commitment, love and devotion and this determination to really embrace and actually love my natural hair, I finally made it. My hair no longer rules over me. I rule it. I have no desire to change my hair because of doubt, worry or discomfort. My mood is never determined by my hair now when I wake up. And I would love to know if this resonates with any other women out there. If you have had struggles with loving your natural hair and feeling this expectation that you have to keep up with this beauty standard in order to be enough, to be worthy, to be accepted, to feel beautiful instead of just embracing your natural hair. So where I'm currently at with finding confidence with my natural hair now is I'm starting to learn how to style my natural hair and it's really fun and it's really playful. I'm trying out all these different hairstyles that I would have never tried before, finding my new identity with my hair and finding this newfound love for my hair and I love it. I like, I love it so much. It feels so good. It is so healthy, the healthiest it's ever been in years. And like I said, I finally feel like my hair no longer rules my emotions. And because of that, I'm able to wake up and be in such a more positive mood, no matter how my hair is looking and still have a freaking epic day. I've had so many bad hair days in the past and it has caused me to cancel my plans to stay indoors and to hide myself from the world. I really had to be the woman that found beauty in my natural hair because nobody else is going to do that for me. Somebody else might tell me that my hair is beautiful and amazing just like my mother did when I was younger and just like my partner did. But that is not going to change my story. 
What is going to change my story? What is going to help me build confidence with my hair? Are the stories that I'm telling myself? Are the beliefs I'm creating for myself? Are the choices that I keep making about my hair that keep reinstalling beliefs that are either healthy or unhealthy? I had to be the person that worked to see the beauty of my natural hair and to feel confident with owning it wherever I went. So one thing I kept doing was when I decided I no longer was going to straighten my curls, even for events, and I was going to find ways to embrace it and love it, I just decided to wear my natural hair out to all these events, to all these parties, and own it. I decided when I looked in the mirror that this looks beautiful. There would be times where the hair would be a little bit crazy and I'm not going to lie. I'd look in the mirror and be like, okay, that's a lot. But instead of being like, this is gross or this is so unusual and it might cause people to reject me. Instead, I looked in the mirror and went, that's different. That's cool. Like how I spoke to myself really did impact the confidence I felt about my natural hair. Other than changing my self-talk and my stories around my hair, another thing that helped me find confidence with my natural hair was accepting and knowing that I am different and that I do not have to subscribe to the hair salons and their rules of like come back in eight weeks for a touch-up otherwise your hair will look weird I was like no 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 no, I'm no longer gonna subscribe to that the third thing that really helped me find more confidence with my hair was saying really nice things about my natural hair instead of shutting it down Another thing was finding a really good like hair support system. So I started playing around with different products and certain things that really worked in bringing back the moisture and the balance in my hair. And that helped me feel a lot more confident. It helped me feel like I had a relationship with my hair and I was working with my hair and I was getting to know my hair, which in any relationship you would do right if you cared about it enough you would take the time to figure out what support it needs in order for it to really thrive and shine in its full potential and glory if you're somebody who's currently on their self-confidence and self-love journey with your natural hair I really encourage you to persevere. There's going to be so many times where you want to give up and where you want to go back to your old ways and old habits and say that they are better than your natural hair. But I'm telling you that you are going to feel so much more rewarded and you're going to feel so much more happier with yourself and so much more in love with yourself the more that you remain consistent in the promise you're making to yourself with coming back to loving your natural hair. Make sure that all your decisions in regards to your hair align with the direction you're heading with your hair goals. So if it is to love your natural hair, Don't make the decision to go to the hairdressers. Don't make the decision to look at that hair magazine. Instead, make the decision to go to the hairdressers and ask them what products they use for your hair type. Go onto YouTube, go onto Google and figure out how you can improve your hair health naturally. There are a number of things that you can do to start to love your natural hair and start your hair confidence journey. If you are a blondie or you're aging and getting some greys, 
again, the temptation comes in of, I've got to do something about this. I've got to hide this, or I've got to hide myself, or I've got to get that hair dye, or I've got to get that spray tint. And again, I just want to remind you to persevere through it. There's going to be a lot of days where it's really hard to love and accept where your hair is at. But once you get past that really awkward stage where there is that really awkward regrowth or that really awkward like set of gray hairs like my mother has. Um, It's so interesting. Whilst I've been going through my um, journey back to hair confidence, my mother also has. She's really been battling with like stepping away from the hair dyes and embracing her gray hair. So I'm so proud of her because she's embraced it so much that she has just decided to dye her whole head gray. (laughs) I love it so much. And Yeah, for myself, it's been to just come back to my natural hair color and let my hair grow and age gracefully and beautifully. I had a couple of days where I kind of had to just ignore where my hair was at, put it down in a low bun or a high bun and have an egghead for a day because my hair just wasn't working for me with the regrowth. But again, my determination to love my natural hair and to grow it out so then I could just have my natural hair exactly as it was without it being tampered with because that determination was so strong I just put up with it and got on with my day and spoke some more positive words to myself to get me through and it did take a year and a year can feel like a long time when you're trying to love a part of your body but it is so worth it and I am so proud that I can get to a space where I can now say that I'm no longer ruled by my hair and my hair no longer rules my emotions. And that to me is empowerment, is taking my power back because I felt disempowered about my natural beauty because of these beauty standards that I put on myself from past experiences and from these stories that I enrolled into as a teenager about what beauty is. I also noticed that upkeeping with blonde hair or upkeeping with hair salon appointments does add up in cost. And I'm not saying that I will never put a hair dye on my hair, but now that I know that I love my hair, I know that it will be coming from a place of pure joy and excitement instead of the need to hide something that I feel is disgusting or not acceptable or even not good enough. But at the end of the day, I really did not want to be spending this much money on my hair when I knew underneath the bleach and the damage was this beautiful mane that was rich for eternity. And instead, I want to use that money towards other things that bring me so much joy, such as play and adventure and traveling and gift giving. And now that I have set myself free from this spell with my hair, from this identity as I am a blonde girl, I'm now able to have the money to do more of those things because it's no longer going towards these hair salon appointments. I hope that you found this story of mine inspiring and motivating for you to also make the decision to step into finding confidence with your hair, with your natural hair, 
If this podcast episode has done this for you, remember to head over to Apple Podcasts to give me a review because I want to hear about it. I want to know that this is hitting some strings for you and causing you to change your life and your confidence for the better. If you know of a friend or a family member that would love to hear this because maybe they are in the midst of this journey and trying to break free from the hair spell, then please send this podcast episode to them to give them the little reminder and the loving message that they've got this and they can get through it too, just like I did. And thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast episode today. Until next time, keep believing that you can. Bye-bye now.